0: So Rich and I went to the Heavy Montreal Festival in Quebec, Canada, and uh, it was fantastic. And then Eric didn't go, so we decided to uh, make him sit and listen to us talk about how great it was on the podcast. And uh, what you're about to hear is day one, because it was a three-day festival, Uh, we saw a lot of bands, and it took a little bit to cover all of it. So day one, uh, we're going to talk about Gore Guts. Anonymous, Beyond Creation, Meshuggah. Archenemy, uh, if you're if you're a fan of Archenemy, you might want to write down uh, this email. Uh, it's hate mail at yourmusicisbad.com. You might need that later. Uh, Extreme, uh, Alex is on fire, uh, or Al- Alexis on fire, uh, depending on if you're saying it correctly or being an asshole. Uh, Neurosis and uh, Korn playing their entire first album in its entirety. We... Go into quite a bit of detail on that, but uh, it might require a trigger warning. So here's day one. Uh, Enjoy. So I'm here with Rich and Eric. Uh, Rich and I just got back from Heavy Montreal, and Eric did not go to Heavy Montreal, and so now we're going to tell him about it and how great it was. There really wasn't a whole lot of luck involved. Yeah. <laughs> it was of just like planning and cash bought tickets hey, and it went. It's pretty cheap too overall. Like it really Well no I actually know. so
1: there was some luck. Uh before we even got there, so I've been I've been dating this flight attendant and um she works a lot of international flights and she you know I sort of admitted to her, you know, I, I didn't have a passport this thing and just sort of embarrassed about but I like I never end up getting it. And, um, you know, we told her that we were going and the next day she, she texted me. She's like, how are you going to go to this thing if you don't have a passport? I'm like, what do you mean? Like I've, I've been to Canada before and I looked it up. They'd changed the rules. So I had to like go do the whole thing where, you know, you go to the passport office and they rush you the thing and you pay a bunch of money, but whatever. I got a passport. So, I mean... Like the mail showed up, that's pretty
0: dicey. Yeah, so, well, yeah, some luck. Our tickets showed up like three days before oh, we left.
1: Yeah, so this was totally ridiculous. We so we bought tickets like months in advance for the fest, and it said on the thing like will call was not an option. Your your only options were like different, ty- you know, whatever the Canadian UPS thing is, and um, it said they'll be mailed you within like, the 21 days preceding the fest, and so mine showed up like, six days before the fest. When is... Yours showed up, like, was it
0: that same day? Or it, was, like yeah, it was the same day. day. I Like, you told me, and I was like, I should check my mailbox.
1: Yeah, and so, but the thing is, like, if you had decided to, say, go on vacation for a week, you wouldn't have got your tickets. Yeah. Um. I bought, a, I bought another ticket, like, the week of, and then i had the option to do will call but there was like a 6 or 7 dollar canadian charge oh, but yeah. i would dude i would totally pay 6 or 7 bucks canadian yep. to not have to remember because if you forget to take that on the plane like then you're you're pretty screwed but whatever so that was dumb yeah uh, um
0: but oh. it worked out yeah so okay so uh let's see the 3 day festival and uh started off on friday and the first band we saw was Gorguts. And uh I guess y- you can explain pretty good what they're they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: no, so this is the thing. So Gorguts has been around for a long time and you know Luke LeMay, he he's a he's a big fan of uh, Christoph Penderecki as uh, this Polish composer who wrote the Trinity for the Victims of Hiroshima, which actually the original title to that is um Essay for fifty-two string instruments, but that didn't really have the the glamour. <laughs> the story that I heard is that uh someone heard it. I don't know if this was like at rehearsal or what, and and said that the sound at the end sounded like a, a nuclear blast, and um and so he changed the name, and it's it's a pretty famous piece <laughs> now. But so Penderecki wrote, wrote like a bunch of really weird stuff, and um and Luke's this French Canadian dude who is super into this and I, th- I think he even like studied with him for a bit and uh so he has a super weird metal band and they had one album uh that was called obscura which was like the really super weird one uh it's just like totally frenetic crazy all over the place death metal but not it's not like you know it's not like super heavy super technical it's it's like they do all these weird things where like they tap on the strings with a pick and like just make all kinds of weird noises and then, so they've sort of moved out of that. So, actually, the guy who, um, who used to be in the band, Steve, the other guitar player, he's actually dead, and uh, now it's Colin, Colin Marston and Kevin Huffnagel, who live here in New York City, um, and, and were in, like, um, dysrhythmia and Behold the Octopus, and um, so they play in the band now, and I've got a story about that as well, but <laughs> try to... Try Get to keep down. my <laughs> tangents and rage to a minimum <laughs> right. at present. Uh so now so with that lineup, it's what the kids call the skronk metal. <laughs> what? Okay, yeah, all yeah, right. Right. So if you talk so there's actually a dystrophy show tonight. So again, I'm gonna plug something that no one can go to. <laughs> yeah. Because this won't be online for like another week and <laughs> yeah. a half. Yeah. Um but dystrophy or this New Jersey band, they're pretty cool dudes. Um if you're but they they are all about the slams and and the scrock, and scrock metal is basically like it's death metal but instead of being like super heavy it's a lot of clean playing that's just totally dissonant hmm. so the thing like i don't like new gorguts really um so i liked obscure because it was like totally frenetic and all over the place but, uh, like, the Skronk stuff, it, there's no concept of tension and release. It's just all dissonant all the yeah. time. But it's not, like, in the way, like, so Skraban would write pieces, right, that have, like, no harmonic goal or just totally dissonant, but there's other, like, there's dynamics or mm. form, and they go somewhere amazingly. You know, but he was kind of, like, a super genius. Mm. Uh, so, so New Gorguts is just kind of, like, <laughs> for, for like a whole album and it's all like mid tempo and like eh. so <clears throat> so yeah I, I don't know i wasn't super pumped i was like okay we'll go watch them but uh luckily they did play like the last three songs yeah, they played. That, that was my
0: notes is the last yeah, three songs
1: the last three were, songs were, were songs off obscura so he sat through the set and was kind of like because eh, um i saw them at mdf like not this year but i think it was the year before and they played like It's basically the same kind of set, like Mm -hmm. mostly Skronk stuff. And so my expectations were already uh, appropriately tempered. And then, but then, yeah, they played, they played three songs off Obscura, including the first track. Um, So it was like, oh, great. So, so yeah, that was super cool um, to see them do that. But
0: all in all, not really. Yeah. Don't really have a lot to say about that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so basically... Uh, after they so okay, so uh, the way that Heavy Montreal is set up, there are four stages. There's the Canadian stage, no, which is right. the, no, it the says, main stage, it just the, says Molson Canadian. Right, that
1: was the thing. On the schedule, it said Canadian, and I was like, that's yeah. a weird name for a stage. But right, when we got there, you could see right. it said Molson Canadian. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes a little more
0: sense. And then and the heavy stage, and those are the two biggest stages, and they're right next to each other. So, like, the main bands. It's just one after the other. They can set up while the other bands play. Yeah,
1: those stages are basically the same stage. Yeah. It's just right next to each other. Yeah. And Gorgut's played on the heavy stage.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but then the other two stages are on the other side of the island because the whole thing is on is in John Drepo Park. And so you go to the other side of the island, and first, if you stop and, like, turn off into the woods, <laughs> you come to the forest stage. Well,
1: you, you mean if you turn off into the woods at the druids
0: right sorry at the uh four ominous <laughs> across druids from, across from the pro wrestling like, ring right there's, so so uh, Wait, you'll there was a pro wrestling you oh. right. there was pro wrestling <laughs> so I you're gonna go to you're spirit. gonna pass <laughs> you're gonna pass the pro wrestling <laughs> ring on your left you're gonna come to like the druid the four, pass the four <laughs> druids <laughs> right and there you go right into the forest where you come to la Saint de la Forêt, which literally translates to forest stage which is so i mean there wasn't a tree growing out of the stage but everything except that like there was one in like the security area behind the barrier growing like right, right, right. in front and, of the stage and
1: there right there was one basically in the fourth row yeah there was yeah. a lot of trees there were definitely limited there were definitely
0: limited sight lines due to the number of trees yeah so then um and then the final stage a little further is a little more of a normal stage. It's called uh, the the Apocalypse. So the Apocalypse <laughs> stage, which... Uh, pretty metal. Yeah, pretty metal. So, okay. So, uh, so the, as soon as Gorguts was done, this other band starts playing. And it, it took us a minute to figure out who they were, mostly because their name is Anonymous. And uh, <laughs> right. but they're French Canadian, right. so it's Anonymous. Right. Well, right. So they right they had this backdrop, but I was <laughs> like, is that the uh, the backdrop was just, wasn't just like a big like devil head and shit? Like it didn't have a name on it. Right. But the thing was, the way we figured this out, remember, they oh, right. were all yeah, wearing yeah, they the were... same
1: shirt. So I saw the first guy. I saw the first dude was wearing it. and He was wearing a shirt, and it said Anonymous. And I was like, is that like this dude's gimmick, or is that some other band? Like, yeah. what's going on? And then I
0: noticed that. The
1: other dudes were all wearing this shirt.
0: Yeah, so. Yeah. And, and my, my only description of the band that I wrote down is French-Canadian Death Punch. Because <laughs> oh, it <right>. basically <laughs> sounded like Five Finger Death Punch, and they're French-Canadian. So everything was in, fr- which I, 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 this is one of these things where, like, I didn't really, you know, put any forethought into this festival. I'm just like, I'm just going to go to Canada and watch some metal bands. But, like, so many of the bands were French-Canadian because Quebec is, loves metal.
2: So they were wearing their own band shirts. Yes, yes. they were all, all wearing stage, sh- they were the all same. Wearing
0: See their band shirts. Usually
2: that happens when you're like on tour and broke and you have merch. But yeah. they're French Canadian. They're there. Right. Like, right. They why? didn't travel far.
0: Right. They just want to make sure that you know who they are, even though that's anonymous.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. It was weird. But uh, my sort of my uh, impression of these guys was like they really loved to play heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. like they were like super stoked. To be playing heavy metal, uh, I they were a little they were more power metally mm. than like Five Finger Death Punch, but yeah, it, but it right. was right. I mean, they probably have the same fans, yeah. Only or like only they're more Canadian. I don't know. Do people in other countries listen to Five Finger Death Punch? Because they're like I the, don't know they're like the U.S. military bit. That's like their angle. Yeah, is they're like we support the troops. <laughs> And if you go no so seriously, if okay, so I imagine people who listen to the podcast probably don't listen to Five Finger Death Punch, and that's probably yeah. prudent. Um, if you go, if you go on YouTube and like watch any of their videos, read the comments. They're super weird. Yeah, there are all these people like, oh, I went to this Five Finger Death Punch <laughs> show, and and like they they thanked me for my service and like <laughs> and then like or like i told him about how my husband was deployed and there, like there's some weird stuff in there like i not so i'm i want to make this really clear i'm not i'm not really trying to make fun of these people i'm, I'm trying to say that there's like there's just some i feel like these stories are incomplete like <laughs> yeah. there, like there's this one woman when she was like you know i told him that my husband was deployed and and she's like, and they let me hang out with them and I'm just like
0: so Yeah, we're gonna have to look into this. I mean, they're they're gonna either get an episode or be part of an episode because they're one of the, you know, metal bands that I really have never liked or understood.
1: Yeah, no, and why. that would be good. There's, there's actually some funny. I don't, I don't want to spoil it mm. because we should, we should do that episode. But there's, yeah, I know some weird stuff
0: about that band. That's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So. I, uh, yeah, and one, one time the guitar player was at Sam Ash for some big thing, and he was like. One of the most famous guys there, and <laughs> seriously, and they were giving away one of his signature guitar, which is basically like an explorer his signature guitar. Yeah, it's an explorer that's painted weird, you know, something military themed, but also part of it is that like they took the pickguard off and like only like partially replaced it with stuff. So there's like this channel cut through the body of the guitar that you that's like kind that you of you could see partially covered by like a fake cable type thingy but yeah. it's not really and yeah so like the electronics are like partially exposed and uh it's just an explorer so I don't
2: know. so the profit margins on that guitar are huge oh yeah well it's well, a gibson. all guitars it's a gibson
0: so the profit margins are yeah, huge already um <laughs> so
1: so anyway, so we watched what like two songs maybe? yeah yeah and got, then then what did we do i don't even remember uh, we went like,
0: to see beyond creation oh okay they were next we uh we did a little preview uh we were since we got there day early and we didn't really have anything to do uh thursday night we did some previewing on youtube to familiarize ourselves and and jill with some of the bands
1: right so i'd forgotten like when i saw the lineup uh and i initially i made a schedule like who we were gonna go see i'd left these guys off because i'd forgotten their name and then i saw i was like okay I had some gaps like where there weren't any bands I wanted to see. So I went and checked them out and I was like, Oh, I know this band. These guys are like super techie death metal, but I didn't realize they were Canadian. So of course they were going to yeah. be playing this fest. Um, so, so yeah, I knew who they were. And then right, I played this stuff for you guys right. on YouTube. But like before the night you before. played it for
0: me, like whenever I heard the name, I was like, Oh, I've heard of these guys. They suck because their name sounds like it was made by a, na- a band name generator. Which only references a database of like unremarkable <laughs> metal bands well, no, that sound, I've heard of and suck. No, like they sound like. Beyond, the, cre- it's like the two words that have been like in so many band names, and you put them together and it's like, yeah, Beyond Creation? Yeah, sure, why not? Well, we're, no, they sound like they'd be playing Prog Power and they'd be awful. Exactly. Because yeah, exactly. like, I, I thought they were a Prog Power band that I had heard of and was like, oh, every time I check those guys out, I'm like, who are they? Oh, that's right, they're terrible. But it's not that band. So just to be clear, these guys are actually awesome. Yeah, and they're super brave. We we watched a video of theirs, which was entirely in the forest. Uh, <laughs> there was no extra; it was just shot in the forest. Them just playing, but they had like mics and right, and gear right. Except and stuff. there was mics in the forest, <laughs> so, of course. Like
1: my, this, it combined several of my pet peeves. So one is I don't understand why bands are still making videos where like they they pretend to play mm. in the video. Like I just think that's super weird. Yeah, to begin with, and. Also, it's sort of like that's sort of the default thing you do when you don't have any ideas. You're like, well, uh, we can stand around and look like we're
0: playing. Yeah, just show how hard we rock out all the time.
1: Right. And and at the same time, you know they're just they're like listening to the CD. So right. it's not even like, like it's not even like right. So it's not even super heavy. Hard. It's just you're listening to the CD. So so that's that's pet peeve number one. But then number two is when you play you do that and you play in some area where clearly these instruments aren't making any sound, right? Like, yeah. like it's like it's one thing if you're if you're on stage or something or you're in your practice space. But if you're in an abandoned warehouse, which is another popular one, or in this case, in the, the forest, forest, it's like, why do you have a mic? You're pretending to sing. There's no PA. Why don't you just move your mouth? Why are you singing into a microphone? Do you not know how to move your mouth? There's not a mic in front of it like so so whatever so i mean like they're a metal band like it's fine you made a dumb video everyone lots of bands have made dumb videos we forgive them it's just funny
0: yeah um and uh the the other interesting thing when we did see them is they weren't playing the guitars from the video uh, which i looked up again is actually a very recent video so i guess they were just like headless guitars don't look as cool Cause, or uh, maybe
1: they like own a million guitars, yeah. Or like, or maybe they got an endorsement. I
0: don't yeah, know. Yeah. But so, uh, but we actually saw them live. they were both playing uh, Strandbergs, and they also they they are a too many strings band. They they do oh, both yeah. play eight strings, they
1: had eight strings. The and, bass uh, player was a he had a six fretless, string fretless. Six. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, but that's Strand- which he was really good though. He was a, one of the like highlights yeah. kind of of the the bandage.
1: Well, but it's that it's that classic. Like if you've ever listened to obscura the the band mm. named after the girl, it's like that totally stereotypical tech death wah, like yeah, fretless yeah. bass tone like i mean dude had it down yeah but um no but those strambergs is, 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 is it not the same one that you yeah, have
0: it's the same one yeah it's the same one yeah, just the a U.S. color yeah. yeah the u.s uh they were they were made in the u.s the washburn custom shop although i think i heard that factory shut down so i don't know if they're still being yeah. if you can even get those anymore it's, but yeah, I have one.
1: So these guys were yeah, super good. Awesome.
0: So it's probably talking about them is probably not in the <laughs> spirit of this podcast. we so mostly well, so we've so, talked about all the hilarious.
1: We, so, well, but we're missing the most hilarious part. Oh, right, the, right. We, of course. The lead singer had a total hockey haircut. Like he had a <laughs> wicked hockey mullet. Like it made me think. So I gotta give a shout out right now to my to another podcast, to my favorite podcast, mm. the Osw Review. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't know how many of our fans out. I mean, if you're listening to a podcast about a metal fest, you probably at some point in your life, watch pro wrestling. <laughs> um, and so the OSW reviews these three Irish guys and they, they watch like old, old wrestling and just point out like how absurd it is. And it's <laughs> fantastic. And there's this one part. I don't, I don't even remember what episode it's in. I don't remember what they're watching. I don't remember who they're talking about, but they're talking about somebody's mullet. And he goes, and I'm going to totally butcher their accent right now, but he goes, that is a wrestler's haircut. And, then, like, he's saying it, like, trying not to burst forth with laughter. So it's, it has this weird cadence to it. And that's exactly what I thought when I saw this dude. I'm like, that is a wrestler's haircut. It was amazing. And, like, Jill, actually, she didn't even realize what was going on because he has he has such long hair. At first, you think he just has, like, crappy long hair yeah. but then you notice there's kind of some bangs
0: there. Yeah. Like, yeah. the front part stops around fr- his eyebrows
1: it's really it's really weird yeah uh, so so that was that was that was great that was some some yeah so you Canadian should Canadian fashion you should you.
0: listen to beyond creation because you they're should pretty awesome the, and, and
1: the second album and the 20, OSW yeah podcast. yeah do, definitely check out OSW review uh, but beyond creation the I think the, the second album is mm-hmm. the better one okay. but I think they're both worth listening yeah, to yeah
0: I, f- I found uh I was like I had a feeling this is one of those bands that I randomly read a review uh I follow angry metal guy on like Facebook and Twitter because uh it started by this dude Phil I went to college with and we met in Swedish class and he was the other metal guy and we were because like because of course metal did. dude because we were just like oh look there's a metal dude sub-metal so dude so we became friends and uh well because we were also both only taking swedish because right, of for metal metal band, right? Right. that's what i'm saying though he got really into it and like moved to sweden but uh
1: where he probably speaks english all the time
0: yeah um although well he probably speaks swedish because he likes it you know and people are like yo man you know i know english fine we can just talk and he's like yeah <laughs> but, uh, like yeah man it's cool whatever but uh, so he has this website, Angry Metal Guide. It's a good review site because they, like, he's got a bunch of people reviewing it, and so, like, any, in general, I think music reviews are, are an iffy proposition, but if you're gonna have them, like, the only way to do it is to be, like, honest and be aware when you're like, this is what I like and don't like, and this is part of why I reviewed this this way. So some of the reviews are really good, and at least you know they're, like, honest and not, like, shilling for anybody, because I'm pretty sure they're not making any money. But, uh... Right, right?
1: There's... Line those metal uh, labels lying in our pockets. Yeah, all that, got all
0: that metal label money. Yeah, like they get paid and they get to hear stuff. Although it sounds like a lot of cases, they it's not such a great benefit because they're like, oh man, if I have to listen one more grind album. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so, but I, I looked it up and they reviewed both uh, uh, Beyond Creation albums, and the first one was some like second place of the year when it came out or whatever. Oh, really. And this 2011. Yeah. And, I don't remember what else came out in 2011. And they gave the second one not as good a review, but it was one of those things where they're like, the first one was so good that, of course, this couldn't live up to it. But I wouldn't be surprised if you were right and no, I like the, the second one the better. Because usually, even if it's similar to the same kind of thing, it's like more refined probably and a little well, more. Well,
1: when you're playing tech like that, I mean, usually these bands get tighter. Yeah. You know, because it's not easy.
0: Yeah so anyways, that beyond creation is cool you should check them out they're not bad except their hair and video uh but uh yeah so oh everybody gets one couple of little things so they were on the forest stage which was great because their video is in the forest so it was like being in their video
1: (laughs) only the mics did something yeah and they, ha- they actually had fewer amps at the fest yeah because they, they were playing axe effects so FX. they were straight into yeah. the pa
0: uh, i got a good look at their rack it was just axe effects and a bunch of wirelesses yeah so cool.
1: so more hilariousness yeah. actually less less gear at the real show than the
0: fake one in the forest yeah and a, a random observation i wrote down is that there was a ridiculous amount of crowd surfing during their set there was one point where like the first time of the weekend i wa- like their security is great well first of all uh it, it's true that the vast majority of people in canada are nicer and seem less miserable about their jobs uh <laughs> and uh in this case the security guy is like i the first time i saw a guy crowd surfing and the security guy just like caught him like cradling him like a child <laughs> and like walked and i was like well, that's so. Nice. And he just like reached out and caught him like so nicely, and then like, and then you know, get the fuck out of here. But then like it kept happening, and there was one point where it was like an assembly line of people being passed from the crowd <laughs> to the security guards, and they're catching them like. Canada's Canada's crowd surfing
1: is very efficient. Yeah, is what yeah. I Matt's trying um,
0: to say, I mean, it was weird because for a second I was like, do we all have to go? Like, I are mean, the whole crowd <laughs> just gonna cycle out? Like, um, but anyway, so that was just a
1: random observation. Well, so I gotta talk about the crowd surfing for yeah. a sec though. I've never seen so many people crowd surf at a fest or any or anywhere, any show with backpacks on. Oh yeah. That oh, was that's... like, yeah, no, it was super weird. Yeah. Like, and there were, there were a couple people who were crowd surfing like it was going out of style or like it was their <laughs> job. <laughs> yeah. Like, like there was this one, there's this one woman, she had, she had blue hair, oh, yeah. but she was like, clearly like either late thirties or she'd done a lot of, stuff to Mm -hmm. accelerate her aging i don't know but but it was she wasn't like she wasn't like 16 like the age where like you could have blue hair and just whatever you're 16 so and and she she was like super tan and had like these leather pants you know that were like lace up they were super crazy and like these um and the other well and then the other day she was wearing fishnets and these like tiny shorts but she would literally like crowd surf and then (laughs) And then you'd see, you know, you go over the rail, then they make you walk all the way around and then like you'd be <laughs> up crowd surfing like 30 seconds later. You're like, you ran like you ran back so that you could like crowd surfing like, This was, is
0: not a water park, okay? You don't line <laughs> you know,
1: up. No, no that's too, you know, That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. It was like, like, it was like I gotta back do this online, and go again. many times again. I mean, no, dude well, I actually did say yeah. that later I was like, the, because she did this during so many bands, I was like, I Think she just likes being touched by strange men yeah. <laughs> um but but she wasn't the only like she was probably the most prolific and also most noticeable because of her like crazy outfit but there yeah there was so much crowd so many people crowd with backpacks um but the fourth stage that like then that one dude <laughs> Climb the tree, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, dir- so, there, so the tree that was like right there—it's like um house right, stage left. It, it's just barely to the side of the stage, like it's totally right there. This and some random guy, like, because you were like, you know, somebody's gonna climb the tree, and then sure enough, <laughs> dude climbs the tree. He's up there, must have had a great view of the stage, but he's like throwing horns, headbanging, whatever. And then I didn't see this, but if so, you or Jill or somebody told me, like, security told, like was like tried to get him down or they're like you need to get down like i don't i don't know i didn't see yeah i didn't see the security intervention but uh, so i guess it was either jill or raul was saying like um they were like yeah you got you got to get out of the tree and so i mean he got out (laughs) pretty quick but it was i mean it was just pretty funny
2: penalty though like juggalo jail (laughs) (laughs)
1: well there was no juggalo jail despite the fact that the fest did have pro wrestling Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to see. I could have swore I took a picture
0: of that guy. This
1: was a this was a maggot fest, not a not a not a jugglo <laughs> ninja fest. I,
0: I, I have a pic- somewhere I have a picture. I uh okay, so if you I'm I'll post the uh the pictures uh on the Yeah, I got that dude. Um I'll I'll post the pictures <laughs> on the Facebook page. Oh my But gosh. uh also if you want to follow me on Instagram Uh, it's the one true Matt just spelled out T H E O N E T R U E M A T T the one true Matt on Instagram and Twitter. And I posted a bunch of pictures already and I'll make sure I have all other relevant ones up after the podcast. Do you want people to follow you on Instagram as well? No, we're going
1: to talk about my Instagram later. Okay. When we, when we talk about our favorite eighties band. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Okay.
2: I know what's coming.
0: (laughs) So, uh, after beyond creation, uh, we went to, I think, get food and chill a minute. Went back. To Arch the, Enemy was the playing heavy, the
1: heavy stage. Yeah,
0: Arch Enemy was playing. Uh, we weren't really like, like I, I wanted to hear Arch Enemy because I don't plan on doing it again. Uh, but right,
1: they're one of those bands that they're just they exist.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So Arch Enemy is one of those bands where if you like Arch Enemy, that's cool. I don't, <laughs> but like, cool for you.
1: Right. But they're they're not, they're not offensively bad. Right. You're just like, why would you listen to this? cuz there's other bands that you could listen yeah. to that are like a million times yeah. better.
0: Yeah, I get I get why they're popular now because they're straightforward. They're death metal yeah, but yeah. No, they straightforward death cuz they have metal. harsh vocals. Right. 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 It's, well, Okay, so I had this weird thing where like I didn't listen to anything extreme for a long time and then when I started to I realized a bunch of death metal bands weren't that crazy or fancy or even aggressive. They just had harsh vocals. Good. And Arch Enemy is one of those bands where I was like if you took these away like a lot of this, you know, just Straight up butt rock You know but like so just have Don You know swap uh, Alyssa Glues and You know Don Dawkin, and he might That'd Not know that he's not in the right Band no, this is a
1: really good point because So I think like one of the so first of all Arch Enemy is like the revolving Door of band members yes. And currently like I is This is one of the things I knew but I forgot it was that Jeff Loomis is currently In the band yes. right so that I feel like that was A big part of the drop but it was like whammy bar central. <laughs> like everything
0: was like, <laughs> we're, we're. it was so right. 80s, dude. And every 30 seconds, we just hear, we're, we're, we're. And we we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. We were like, what decade is this? Yeah. And once in a while, you would hear a little, like he would have like 15 seconds to really loomis it up. Because he also can't overdo it because it's not Nevermore or his solo stuff. It's Arch Enemy. So it kind of has super to remember straightforward. Fit. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he still works it in because obviously that's what they hired him for. But it's so like. And diminish our Okay, back to the song. Right. Like, yeah. yeah that,
1: the solo has to be like eight bars tops. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but I'll fit all those notes in.
1: No, But the, but it's one of these things, right? Like I feel like this band, this band is so weird to me because they right? They're like a huge deal. They're playing the stage, like tons of people know and whatever, but how they got there is so yeah. random because they're like, like we said, they're not really very good. And I, and, and I feel like I, my overall impression of arch enemy forever was pedestrian. Like they're just, mm. they're just this forgettable band that just sound totally middle of the road. And then it seemed like once they got a female singer, it was like this huge gimmick, right? Because they're like, it's harsh vocals, like super brutal, but it's a woman. And you're like, okay. And it wasn't even, and there wasn't like, I can understand but if a bunch of metal heads are like, because you got to understand there was back when this happened, this was still when like metal was pretty dead and definitely no women that I knew were listening yeah. to metal. And so you'd be like, oh man, like there's this girl and she's in a metal. Like, that's amazing. Like, I want to marry this <laughs> yeah. girl. But she wasn't that cute. Like, so I don't, so I don't, you can't just label the appeal, right? It's not like when you watch wrestling and you're like, you know, these girls don't know how to wrestle, but man, they look great, (laughs) right? Like, it's like, so it was, but it was just like, that was enough of a gimmick or metal dudes were so desperate. Like that, that, like totally, totally launched them.
0: But it was also one of these confusing things where at the same time, people would be like, like, it's a chick, but She's so good at it, you don't even know <laughs> no. it's a chick. And I'm like, what then what's the point? Like yeah, right. why, is so so- why so like, then why
1: why are you popular now? Like yeah. why didn't they just toil in obscurity? Right. And it's because people bought into it. Yeah. They were so like, oh man, there's this girl yeah. in this metal band. And then and then she, it was Angela Gassow. Yeah, right? Angela
0: Gasso. And I'm then not-
1: she left and I don't even know why she left because I don't care about this band. Yeah. I feel like there was probably some news on you know blabbermouth or yeah. something. And now, right? They stole the they stole the girl from
0: from the agonist, which yeah, we will talk who, about in right. a minute. Uh, who uh, the, the the it's funny because the the first time I heard about her was because she was doing one of those guest things with Camelot. Oh, <laughs> which uh, I'm glad I missed that. Yeah, no, she was uh, filling in. Uh, she did both like the Simone from Epica parts. And also the Shagrath parts oh, that... <laughs> on, on a couple Camelot songs where to... so those were the guests. Shagrath Are we... and Simone <laughs> from can... – like, uh, so she went between the melodic parts and the
1: <laughs>
2: – <laughs> <laughs> Are we
1: going to have an episode about Camelot? Because that band definitely – did. can totally like... do
2: an episode wow. about
0: Camelot. They, got, they were yes. so bad cuz I've enjoyed Camelot but I don't I'm not going to argue with you about them either because I can be like the is yeah.
2: episode actually You like, can do it,
0: totally do Camelot but well yeah and I I I and it's great cuz I can be the counterpoint like I I have I know everything good there is to say about Camelot and I know exactly <laughs> All right, where it is. so ends. we can
1: we can have a uh, we can have a little face off segment Yeah okay um
0: so anyway so so that, so, we, so she she uh right so she got hired uh By Arch Enemy and is which because that's the the thing that I find fascinating too is like not to take anything away from Angela Gasso and how like basically now that's a thing you can do right now you can be a girl and be like I'm gonna growl and scream and be in a metal band Mm -hmm. and that's great not that you couldn't before but people didn't realize it. it was you know it's one of those things where like oh somebody did it. Now we can do that. Well, here, it's okay. Here's the thing: and so there's a market. We got And there's a market. Yeah. That's
1: well, it. right. It, but it, the thing, and this is uh, this is totally related and super frustrating though. So at the fest was uh, was the best female growler ever. Sorry, our friend Angela. So so yeah. she, she had so she had this band. Um, they were originally called Misogynist, I think, and then they changed the name to, ironically, I don't know. Whatever she she was totally cool with it. I remember when they wanted to change the name and she's like, no, no, like, keep the name. I'm totally cool. Great collapse. Yeah, they changed yeah. the name to Great Collapse. They were great. So, yeah. So I think like 12 people have heard this album, yeah. which is a shame because it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, I have no idea how you might find this or get a hold of it. But I don't know. Everything seems to be on the Internet. So so. Yeah, you sh- if, if you want to hear a death metal band and that happens to be fronted by a woman and is super awesome, The Great Collapse, they, they were a Canadian band. And so, yeah, we Angela, we saw her at the festival and she did. This is another thing that I love at Metal Fest that I've been seeing lately. So Angela has two small children and she brought them with oh her <laughs> and and like so she was very easy to find because she had a very large right. double stroller her and her husband and um and the the one kid was in the stroller and then the, the other one was on her back yeah. and I remember, like we hung out with her for i don't know like 20 minutes yeah. and that whole time people kept being like taking pictures and said like everyone was like this is amazing like these little kids are the best at the festival <laughs> And like, it, but the thing is, in Canada, like it, it seems way less out of place. Yeah, because people do this at MDF, and there you're like, whoa! <laughs> you're like, you have children in Baltimore? Like, like that's yeah. isn't, forget the fact that you're at a death metal festival. It's like you brought small children to Baltimore. Um, but then they're at a death metal festival. They're just, yeah, they're just amping it up, and like the police helicopters are circling <laughs> over because that's what happens in Baltimore. Um but, totally an
2: Angela thing to do, by the way. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. Well, I mean she was like, yeah, no, it was super cool. It was, it was great getting to see Angela. But yeah, if you're I, I guess my point is if you're an Archemane fan and you're really mad for how we just totally slammed yeah. this band, <laughs> what you should do is instead go listen to Great Collapse and then be really glad you listen to this yeah. cuz that band is amazing. And
0: at the very least I know they, they made a video so that should be on YouTube. Oh, so that's if you search right. YouTube for The Great they, Collapse you'll they find They do
1: have that one video. video and it's awesome. There, uh I you know I think there is some pretend playing of instruments there's be in some, it some yeah.
0: But there is uh there is other stuff. But there's at least a narrative concept outside of that. Also, so cuz at least at least you know when you cut back to the band playing because it's an established trope. That's one thing. But when the entire video is right. just... Well, also,
1: funny. so there is a part where Angela is out in nature. It's not a forest. It's like a garden. Yeah. And she's singing. It's not into a microphone. Oh, yeah. So mad props to them exactly. for that. Exactly. It's amazing so anyway so we ended up watching arch enemy from watching is not listening right. from some picnic tables yeah. on the other side of the other I mean, side of the fence we
0: made sure to get a look before they finished yeah, i just didn't want to be like well i heard arch enemy, but i didn't <laughs> see him but i mostly saw loomis uh, messing with his whammy bars so you know
1: there was that so then w- was i think i know what's next what was next? Well, what was next?
0: Matt? Well, we went and took a seat on the grass and heard the <laughs> loudest band of the festival. The, oh, yeah. I forgot.
1: They, this band was definitely like by far the yeah the loudest band there, and it wasn't it wasn't Manowar wasn't playing, yeah. but it wasn't Manowar, right? But it wasn't it wasn't any and, of the and, death metal bands right. either.
0: And keep in mind, this is immediately following Arch Enemy, so Arch Enemy stops and immediately to their left extreme comes on and, uh, wait for, and, okay. So for those of you who, who don't know, because I I feel
1: right. like some of our listeners may not extreme? have been alive. They're like a really
0: extreme. Metal yeah, band? They are
1: not super extreme. <laughs> they are like an eighties butt rock band that is not extreme at all. But I guess like for the eighties, maybe
0: they were one of those bands that even though most of their stuff was like funky rock and butt rock, their big hit Was the ballad Was the ballad And I don't Like people say They had other hits I disagree Cause I, I was I'm with you on until that Until far later i like yeah But you know Their other hit Like no I never heard of Any other extreme song <laughs> Until like a decade After extreme was relevant
1: No but even But even like the ones That like Cause they had some stuff That like a lot of That wasn't popular That yeah. I know like a lot of You know music nerd people yeah. Like, like yeah. three sides to every story Right Who like that's such a great yeah. album I'm like really It's it's not yeah. But it's right it, But it's one of those deals It's like who
0: Like no right, because no their, their super fetishized guitar player was uh, Nuno Betancourt.
1: Right, he was another one of these dudes who had like a signature model and tons of people were all about it. I mean, you're like, he's just another yeah, and he's guitar good, player. Yeah, yeah, then I went Dude. and like
0: tried to listen to Extreme, and I was like, nah, no thanks. But uh, the other interesting, okay, so other claims to fame. Uh, okay, so first of all, uh, More Than Words is their big hit. So now you probably know who the hell we're talking about. The singer Gary Sharon <laughs> was briefly the third and least welcome singer in Van Halen. <laughs> and uh Nuno Betancourt for a few years was uh Rihanna's touring guitar player cuz he got a paycheck probably from that. And so he was like, "Sweet, it's like I get paid to work." And uh but he recently left and I guess to reunite with Extreme so you so can see them Canadian in, Metal in Festivals. Canadian Metal Festival. And uh so extreme was the loudest they were so loud so fucking loud I, we, were,
1: we were like so there's and
0: like a four piece right?
1: right here's the thing the the so there's a huge standing area and then there's like a bunch of picnic tables and then behind that there's a hill so we're all the way back on the hill and i have my plugs in yeah. like like i there were a lot of bands where we were like up front and yeah. I didn't have my plugs in. We're all the way back, <laughs> and I have my plugs in because this band is so yeah.
0: loud. And there are, like, three layers of PA, so when you get back there, it's like you get all of them. But even so, it was like the levels no, were they're, inconsistent. they their
1: time, that was just so that there's not, like, a slapback. Right. Like, they clearly had, had programmed it right. so that the sound would be good everywhere. It's not that we were getting... An right. aggregate PA. Because right, no, no, no. We were back yeah. there for other bands. Oh yeah, where yeah I yeah. didn't have my plus. Right, in.
0: yeah. So like there was right. Basically, there was just this like inverse correlation between the volume of the band <laughs> and the appropriate volume of the band because yeah, the we'll, most. We'll, we'll talk All about right, we'll that, get to that later I too. I we'll talk about that when right. we get there. But Extreme were
1: way too loud. They were extremely yes. loud, and they and they they played their hit. Let's just and talk in the middle, about that. So
0: in the middle, right, like. Dead in the middle of their set, they're like, "So new I think it was Nuno, but I could have I don't been know. Scary. This, this I was, I couldn't really. Think. They're so far away. Off guard. Yeah. You
1: know, you know, at the time I, I saw like, it coming. I was happened? like,
0: "Oh, they're doing it!" I was like, "What just happened?" So, so they're like, so, "So, there's some spiel about how some people said we probably shouldn't play this at at a metal <laughs> festival like this at heavy metal because it's not heavy enough." But you know what? can go fuck yourself and and like all i know is like rich something was like what did he say this is that you can go fuck yourself so i'm like no no they're gonna do it they're gonna do it and he's like what so i stand up because i want to like i want to videotape this yeah unfortunately we missed the
1: spiel though right but i did get most of it we were caught off guard i was very caught off guard by the spiel yeah but regardless
0: the so they they give the spiel and then and then matt so starts recording so they start playing uh So, you know, uh, Nuno comes out with an acoustic guitar and they, they start doing the spiel. And then when they started off, Gary Sharon is immediately like you know this one, sing the words. <laughs> and for the verse, so they start playing. But the problem with more than words is that nobody knows all the lyrics to the verse.
1: Well, no, d- they always is...
0: No, you always start off like, say and then you think you know what you're- and then like a, you're like, oh, what a, oh, there are no <laughs> other words this. in the song. No. And it's called more than words, so appropriately, you should not remember the words. They are not relevant. <laughs> They're about how there shouldn't be words in the song.
1: And this is one of those things that people don't realize how prolific this is. Until you go to karaoke and you try to sing a song- that you're like yeah I think I know that yeah. song And then you're like crutched the whole time <laughs> right. By the words Like you don't realize how few pop songs That yeah. you remember the verse to Right And this is definitely <laughs> one of those Where you know you don't remember the verse Gary Sharon didn't
0: get <laughs> right? that memo So I feel like in addition to like Trying to like In addition to missing your starting point By giving it to the audience Who also are probably like dude we don't know the verses To this fucking song He's well, like, even oh, if shit. they
1: did, they probably weren't right
0: to sing along. <laughs> right. So then he like, like yeah. So he clearly like loses his place, <laughs> and then Nuno <laughs> stops to be like, uh, "Were you gonna like start singing at some point or whatever?" So they, I started right, recording. But then, well, it's at that point you sort of realize like Gary Sharon. May not know the right. verse, like so, that he
1: might have been hoping that the crowd was going to carry him. Yeah, right, which it's like,
0: hey guys, how does the song start again? You go, you, if you know. One hit and you're yeah. a singer
2: for a band, like you you can't hey. afford to forget that.
0: Yeah. Shit. So I start recording in the very brief gap where nobody's playing, but then <laughs> Nuno starts playing again, and you hear Gary try to jump in. So okay, I'll just I'll just play that
2: now. Okay. <laughs>
0: And then they, yeah, they play more than words. But yeah, I, I just I was glad I at least caught that little bit. Where it was like uh,
2: uh say that I, like that, I've heard that happen in karaoke like many times. What? So far I haven't missed much from from this fest. You know.
0: No, this was all terrific and entertaining. You realize? Uh, yeah. No,
2: I mean that was
0: that was the thing. Like uh, Jill's not that metal, and she was just like a metal fest. That sounds amazing. It, it reminds me of uh, what used to be great about Prague Power when half of the bands were amazing uh, with less broad appeal, but amazing bands that. You weren't going to see see, anywhere else. You weren't going to see anywhere else, and you were like, holy shit, I finally get to see this band. And then the other half of the bands, you were like, this is hilarious. (laughs) You're like, these guys (laughs) guys take this seriously. Like
1: They practiced this. Then they went somewhere and they paid money to record it. And then other people (laughs) paid money to hear it. And then paid money to show up here and watch it. (laughs) This is really happening.
2: We're talking about Diablo Swing Orchestra, right? I I don't even (laughs) remember. Did I go that year? I don't even remember. Probably
0: not. I'm talking uh, about
1: Circus Maximus. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm talking about uh, I a Gamma Ray, Secret Sphere.
0: <laughs> Secret How, Sphere was
1: really many. Bad. Yeah, Any well, I slept. I fell asleep during. I, I fell asleep during Secret Sphere set. Like there are so many bands there, just
0: fell asleep or
2: didn't. I watch. fell asleep during Riverside. That's, that's oh, a, I yeah. definitely fell asleep it's during very, Riverside. Very sleepable and, band,
0: and they're playing this year. And I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to make it through that set. I'm um going. And I will be doing a uh, live with a two week delay from Prague Power <laughs> podcast. Are
2: you the only one going?
0: Out of, of us. Out yeah. of the three of us well, here, I mean, yes. Out of
2: anyone that matters, you're the only one.
1: <laughs> anyone that matters. <laughs> yeah. All you plebes at Prague Power. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just so you know, you're if you're listening to this and if you're planning to go to Prague Power, you don't matter so, unless you're me. Sorry, Milton. Uh, <laughs> you're listening. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Um,. So so extreme was not, and they were not
1: extreme <laughs> except in volume level yes. and in supposed ashamedness. I I don't know.
0: And we went to see. Oh, this is when we actually I think uh, met up with Angela because we went to see Veil vale of Maya at the Apocalypse stage.
1: Yeah. So there was a lot of um a lot of our uh, who we should see. So so first of all, like I made a list of like everyone we wanted to see. And then I filled it in with ev- everyone that was going to be hilarious, like extreme, like yeah. we knew it was pure comedy. And then there was a bunch of like, well, this is the least terrible thing going on right now. And so Veil vale kind of fell into that because they have like, they have some cool riffs, but it's one of like, I never sat down and been like, man, I want to listen to Veil vale Yeah, But it's like, they're whatever. they gent-stick. Right, yeah, they're yeah. totally gent-stick. Yeah. Oh, and there's no gent-stick to the max. Right,
0: yeah. and, th- and that was the thing, like I, uh, right. And, and similarly... Much like Extreme and Arch Enemy, it's like if I'm at a festival and there's this band, like, and I'm curious because they're popular. Because that's the thing, a Veil of Maya is one of those bands where a lot of people in the like, like yo tons yo, of Veil of you know, shirts. Yo, you, uh, tons. yo, you, you know, like you know, like Veil of Maya, and I'm like, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but but cool. But now I've heard of them so now I, now I, now it's that has changed meaning for me now. Because next time someone's like, yo, you know Veil of Maya, me like. Oh, I know Veil vale Maya. You're like I saw them yeah. in Canada. Holy shit, were they bad? Well, <laughs> no, they okay. were, no, 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 they no, 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 no. no let me fine. let me correct it. They're, the they're, the they they're gent. They're gent as fuck. But that's yeah. the thing. They're so they're they're so gent that I I can't like them because they sort of appropriately fit the criteria for gent to be genty, which is what I, which is that. Okay, the the vocalist. Okay, the the clean singing was. Awful, yeah, like yeah. Really, that was bad. really bad. It was like because you know, how, basically, uh, uh whether or not someone can actually sing now, to most people, is a surprise when you see a band <laughs> live. That's the fun part of the 21st century: is surprise. Fun. You don't know what this person sounds like unless you're like.
1: at a soil work concert and you're <laughs> unpleasantly, extremely disappointed yeah. that that dude can't
0: sing. <laughs> so, uh right. So this guy was like, oh, okay, but but then his his extreme stuff too was the other thing where it's like. <laughs> It's his it's, extreme alternate, stuff. Alternate. His alternate har- his harsh stuff. His harsh stuff. Alternate between low and high. It was like But like in extremely predictable, measured fashion. Low, 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 high, high. Hey, high he just high.
1: been listening to a lot of Tchaikovsky. He <laughs> wanted had the antiphonal thing yeah. in his
0: mind. Sure, I'm, I'm sure that's what it
1: was. I'm I'm positive. Yeah. We'll have him on the show.
0: Yeah. So okay, we'll if you him. like gent, they're probably not bad, but I joke? I did not care for <laughs>
2: They're, they're the this is gent this is this is, yeah. this this is, jet. is oh, it was yeah. deaf. Yeah. it's a
1: little inside joke for uh that no one will get
0: right but until uh, in like a hundred episodes everyone will get it this is jet yeah
2: you this, is, that seat now, guys. this This is a podcast yeah
0: so just start you know repeating it like you understand and by the time that other people do you'll be super cool uh that's all i wrote down for and no, Maya, no, was no I because we the spent saying. the whole time
1: talking to angela
0: Right. Like well, but I, I wasn't no, paying attention. I paid enough attention to oh, be like I wasn't. note to self, don't listen to this I band watching, again. I was watching
1: her kid smear um uh ice cream cone like all over her face, which is hilarious.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. But like my thing like it's it, like a lot of gent uh it just uh I I hear the sort of randomness of it and I'm like waiting for it to coalesce into a song and it's like <laughs> and it never does. <laughs> oh. No, that's not what we do here. But uh, so yeah, so we kind of saw Vilmaia, but uh, and then uh, after Vilmaia was Masuga, which I don't have any notes on because I don't need to because they were Masuga. I have tons. I have tons actually, of stuff to say about Masuga. I, I have, tons. Well, yeah, I have things to say. I just didn't write them down. The main thing is, uh, is, the sound as we were about to establish. They were the most inappropriately not loud band.
1: No, so the, there were several bands that were not loud enough, but to to. Illustrate Matt's point, the in-between songs, the crowd, we were all chanting, turn it up. Yeah. Because, again, Meshuggah's, like, part of the... So, in my opinion, Meshuggah is the best band touring today. And part of that is because when you go see them, it's like this overwhelming something. It's very difficult to quantify. But part of that is due to just being, like, enveloped, like, surrounded by what's going on. It doesn't really work when you're not that loud. <laughs> like it's usually it's usually this totally crushing heavy thing and it just wasn't loud and everyone knew it. Yeah. And they we were literally between songs ch- chanting, turn it up. And I don't think they ever did. No well what
0: ha- okay so what I noticed happened was there was like the first song was extra quiet because there was some technical issue right, and, and he said, said that yeah. after and the Yen's- first
1: song he's like I'm sorry yeah. you know we're having some technical yeah. difficulties so, but then it it wasn't well, like then it was something, loud something, it was just less terribly like,
0: sci- <laughs> I'm destroying <laughs> that's, Matt's studio something uh got <laughs> fixed but it was so it was better but it was still way too quiet so exasperated by uh
1: by the Meshuggah situation yeah. I had to lash out and break your so, studio
0: <laughs> so like right so they uh, but the thing was and so I could have swore that something got fixed and it was a little better but then it but then that was it and for like ha- the entire set almost like even like before the last song people were still like turn it up because they were like well we can't really do anything more but clearly no one was paying attention yeah. up in the
1: yeah, so that was, so that was unfortunate. And so you kinda had to just look past that. So then um I, I'm not sure where you guys were so we were standing up up near the front because I had before the show made a decision to mosh during yeah. sugar Um so that's that's what I did. And then yeah. I didn't see you guys the rest of the time. I did see that girl with that we talked about earlier with the blue hair and the oh, like yeah. lace-up leather pants. This 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 really was the set where she was <laughs> Crowdsurfing like it was her job so like so jill made some observation she was like yeah that girl went up like five times i'm like no 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 no." i personally pushed her to the front five times and i saw her go a ton more times like it was like she crowdsurfed like 20 times during their yeah. set um but so, yeah, I like I like mosh the whole time. The set was the set list was good. Like, you know, they played, you know, they played bleed. which You got to play. Right. Yeah. They, uh, it was it was really killer. Um, I, I don't really aside from the volume thing. I don't really have too many complaints. The thing was at the uh, during the very last song, I got kicked in the back of the head. <laughs> like and again, I, I'm not complaining because it's a mosh pit like these. You know, you know what you're getting into. But it, was, but it was just, I couldn't see it coming. I got kicked in the back of the head, and it was like, oh. And, they, and then you guys were all like, do you have a concussion? I'm like, no, I do not have a concussion. And, and you're like, don't go to sleep. You're not gonna, I'm like, well, except I don't have a concussion,
0: so it's fine. Like, I just took a bunch of Tylenol, and I was fine. Like, I, so uh, I also have this thing where, like, and I'm sure it's confirmation bias, but I feel like anytime I'm at a very moshable show, the mosh pit forms... Immediately surrounding me. <laughs> so, like, this was, and, and this happened at Meshuga, and it's happened at other shows, but specifically, I noticed at Meshuga, there was one dude who was like, I will be the first to mosh. <laughs> the second they started, he like charges, and who does he charge into? Me. So, he charges like, through and past me, and I'm like, son of But I was ready. I was, like, prepared, right? Because this has happened... The first time I remembered happening, I was at an Iron Maiden show, and the entire crowd, like, surged. Yeah. And I was just, like, lifted, like, a, a wave of people, <laughs> and I was like, fuck. So ever since then, whenever any, like, major metal show starts, and I'm, like, in the middle of the crowd, I'm like, all right, get ready, because that asshole's gonna be right behind me. And there was some dude, while we were waiting for them to come on, because they also started late, that gigantic dude was like, Meshaga. Like when nobody else was yelling, (laughs) just this one guy was just like, right? He was right behind me. I'm like, you son of a bitch. You are not, do not mosh me. (laughs) You are huge. I am not, do not in any way mosh me me when this shit starts. So I was was watching that guy, but then some little dude was just like, fucking,
2: he just charged
0: through the crowd.
2: You gotta find those guys and take them out early. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah yeah eric
2: you're also like twice the size of us yeah, yeah
0: but also yeah no i can't well, like no
2: anybody can do it there's this old skinhead move no, i can take like, them out
0: and then get like the thrown out of the, of the knee, festival for hurting somebody right,
1: this, on was, top of their right, this is right this is this was canada right yeah. the rules are
0: different and know, don- there
2: was no security around Did you hear what you heard what happened to kim right
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, well, no, there was no security around at that incident. Yeah. There was security yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Just right. So I don't want to get thrown out because I like preemptively took out. Like I'm watching you, buddy.
1: Be like, Take you down. Be like I was writing a mosh. So, oh, so then I gotta mention one other thing. So, so when I was in the pit before I got kicked in the back of the head, I uh, <laughs> I went down once in the pit, uh, which like maybe there was grass there at some point, but it was completely like just mud and and rocks by. By the time we were playing Also it was super dirty because um, They had this fire hose That that at the two main stages They turned on During like the mosh pits But I think the first time we were Either this happened or we saw it was for sugar. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like so it's totally drenched So now it's like you're on this muddy ground So I fell down in the mud Totally like ruined my shirt which is fine Whatever I, w- I wore macho man Randy Savage <laughs> t-shirt because it was bright yellow Because we're in another country where my phone Doesn't have service yeah. So I told everyone I'm like if you want to find me I'm going to be the dude wearing a bright yellow shirt Amongst all the black t-shirts <laughs> And it worked people found me But so I, I went down and I busted open my elbow And today Um like, I think it's infected because I right before I came over here, like I, right. I haven't really thought about it. I was like, whatever. So but right before I came over here, I took a shower and then I looked and I was like, oh, there's like stuff in there. And and I'm immediately reminded of the uh, I think it was robot chicken, right? Yeah. Where They're like, does this look infected to you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, be like, I, I'm not a doctor. No one here is yeah. a doctor. So as
0: soon as you arrive at my apartment, you're like, does this look, look infected, infected to, to you? you? <laughs>
1: Um, and then so 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 even though like I had dirt all over the back of my like and I could not wash it out. I tried I tried washing the shirt twice. Uh, so even though I got dirt all over the back of my shirt, it's OK because I got blood all over the front of it. <laughs> the, the good news was I'm pretty sure that was all my own blood. Um, so, you know, I don't know. But it, so I don't know. That's that's the first time I've I've literally bled at a at a uh, Michigan
0: pit. Um, but it, it was, it was fun. It just, it should have been louder. Yeah. And I, I right. So I was, I worked my way out of the pit, uh, because it formed around me. <laughs> and, uh, so I gradually was like, just by virtue of like avoiding people was moving backwards, which actually helped a little. Cause there was, there was one point where the sound got a little better. Cause I was at like the, you know, like the point where the.
1: the right speak- in the field of the mains. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. And so, uh, so that was a little bit, and I was like, okay, good. Cause I want to, I want to hear it and, uh, and not, have people run into me but it's hard in a sugar crowd (laughs) because even if there's not like the pit pit like that kind of crowd you you, wherever you go some dude's like no this is the pit (laughs) (laughs) you are forced to rock forced to rock (laughs) yes uh but yeah no but that was that was unfortunate that their sound wasn't great but there's oh the other thing interesting thing which requires a slight uh too many strings detour is uh one of the so (laughs) i wasn't
1: gonna bring this up but
0: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you can bring it up. It's it's totally cool. I'll 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 keep it short, and then like we'll go into more detail on another podcast because I I I probably want to do like a too many strings episode, but uh, one of the sort of controversial uh, well, it's not so much controversial in like, uh, well, you know, okay, so there's this thing called true temperament frets, and they're squiggly frets that are supposed to more perfectly uh, allow you to more perfectly tune the instrument because the guitar is inherently imperfect in its tuning. But it does it through such a weird process that it costs like $1,500 to get a neck made with it, which
1: and means it, it solves a problem no one had. Right. And anyone who knows anything about tuning theory knows that the Western tuning system is badly out of tune with the Harmonic series. Yeah. So I don't understand what they're trying to accomplish so you're, other you're, than making the guitar really
0: expensive. Right. So you're more perfectly tuning an already imperfect tuning system. But the real sort of so uh, so and actually, Rich like was the first one to really clearly point this out to me and give me a specific reference to the theory behind it. And I was like, oh yeah, no, this makes perfect sense. Yeah, this is bullshit. So uh, <laughs> good. So I don't need to buy one of those. And uh, but the interesting thing about this particular Masuga show was that uh, Frederick, Frederick. Thorndahl has yeah. been going like back and forth on some of his guitars, and uh, the mo- the newest version is his uh I think it's called Stone Man. It's kinda like an ice man meets a fireman, meets an explorer kind of thingy. And it has Squiggly Frets yeah, now. Squiggly frets. And I was like, oh my God, he has Squiggly Frets. And then afterwards I realized, but uh Martin Hagstrom didn't have squiggly frets. <laughs> so therefore <laughs> so so okay, so either they should have somehow been out of tune with each other because one of them is more perfectly in tune than the other. Or, or it doesn't matter. Or it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Because you know what they sounded like? They sounded like, like Meshugga. Meshugga. right? No noticeable difference from the last time I saw them, other than the shitty festival sound. Yeah. So anyway, that's just a side note on Squiggly Frets, and we'll get into more detail on another podcast when we talk about eight strings and nine strings and two too many, many strings.
1: strings. Too many strings. Too many <laughs> strings. So,
0: so then I don't know if we actually saw Alex's on fire.
1: Well, no, so so what <laughs> happened was, okay, so I had just gotten kicked in the head. Right. Right. And I was also exhausted because it's basically, like, it's, like, going to kickboxing class, basically, yeah. right? So, um, we we went and we sat on the benches so I could, like, recover. And, and Alex is on fire, was playing, you know, the heavy stage on the other side of, of the fence. The, because the <laughs> there's, there's a bunch of picnic tables, but the ones that are closest to where you can actually purchase food are on the other side of, like, this fence. Yeah. So, so yeah, we hung out there and like sort of heard them and, and I don't have too many memories other than that. They were really yeah. terrible.
0: Well, and like, uh, on the, the poster for the fest, uh, their name is actually Alexis. Well, well,
1: no. <laughs> I, damn it. I was going to say, if you want I to debate the name with us, right. You should send some hate mail. <laughs> right. So,
0: so, okay. Well, so, what's that address? Uh, it's hate mail at your music is And you should let us know if you're a fan of either Alex is on fire (laughs) or Alexis is on fire. No, Alexis on fire. Oh, sorry. Alexis on fire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you just want to insert two more letters into (laughs) the name.
0: Uh, Yeah. So, uh, so um, metal
2: bands are named on fire.
1: I don't know, many. but but they, but they were this band is a is a I wrestled a bear once band where there's no spaces in the name
0: right so and and that was the thing and also on the yeah on the poster especially it we was just like so is this Alexis or Alex is on fire yeah I'm pretty sure it's Alexis because I heard right.
1: some dude who was like we gotta go watch Alexis on fire I'm like if you're if your goal was to watch this band, you probably know what their name right. is as opposed to us where we were
0: just like, who, like what? And then it just became, let's see if we can go around saying Alex is on fire so that somebody hears us and says, hey, man, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Alex is on fire. Yeah, that was that was not a thing that we did. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then. OK, so the only other band uh, on the first day was Korn, uh, which kind of so. So here's the thing with Korn. First of all, I'm not a particularly big fan of Korn, but they're one of those bands where I, I understand that like Actually, well you totally actually skipped over a bunch of stuff. On the first day? Yeah. Well maybe you have notes on stuff I don't have. What oh, do
1: yeah, have? yeah. Well so 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 we were gonna go see Obscura and then we found out that they weren't playing. Wait, what? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah, well they so they had a whole thing, like like they uh it's not that they their visas got denied. They got granted and then they never showed up. So, um, so they lost a ton of money because they booked like they were supposed to play on I guess mayhem fest or one of the other warp tour i I think it was mm-hmm. mayhem i don't I don't remember, and so they had already like rented gear in a van and stuff, and so they lost a bunch of money on that and so the so they they didn't play I think augury took their place and who I wanted to go watch, but I just been kicked in the head, <laughs> and that's pretty tired, uh, so we just hung out at the picnic table um. And then after so then after some recovery, uh Neurosis played the apocalypse stage.
0: Oh, and right, we right. went
1: over there. And here's the thing. So we just saw Neurosis or I just saw Neurosis at MDF. At MDF. So me and yeah. uh you know um Yeah, but the thing was they they weren't as good. Like the show at MDF was was really yeah, they
2: good. Were, they were amazing. Yeah, yeah
1: The show and the set at um at uh, Heavy Montreal, it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it was just, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't that heavy, ironically, <laughs> it wasn't that heavy, it was more and like, I don't know, it just, I didn't really care. I've never been a huge Neurosis fan, but I have seen them live a number of times, mm. and it's, when they're doing, they're more like, heavy, while soundy kind of thing, like, that's really cool, but they, I don't know, they just played, they played some tunes, man, mm. um, and they, they, it was really weepy, it was kind of, like, I felt kind of like. They were just like
0: a heavy version of the cure. Like yeah. They played
1: all those songs. Yeah. Um, I just,
0: my only thought was it, the sleepy metal. Right. So Matt actually forgot that, that they played. Right. And when like, you mentioned, I was like, Oh no, this is a sleepy metal band. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so, um, you know, but whatever they were fine. And then, and then they were done. And then, uh, or actually we didn't stay to the end because Corn started like in the middle of their set. Yeah. And so, so then we went over to watch Corn on Correct. the main stage. Yeah. So, uh, so, Corn uh okay so is this do we want to mention that it was a special set yeah so this was like this was like corn's 20th anniversary yeah. or something yeah 20th anniversary of, the, of that first album uh, which is self if you're not a corn fan it's the self-titled album corn uh and so they were playing that album in almost its entirety right almost well, its entirety which which we'll get to in mm-hmm. a second but so so they were playing they were playing the first album and so I I know this album pretty well. Okay. So, um, but but Matt had never you you never all never I know. Heard it.
0: Okay. All I know. I've only heard, Corn, uh, based on like their hits and stuff. Like I've never gone out of my way to listen to more Corn.
1: So you know, like Freak on a Leash, right? And like uh, and like. Um shoots and letters
2: <laughs> no, uh, like no what was what was that got the life <laughs> why are you so got familiar to... with this first album i know i know a lot yeah, of right. stuff okay Does so because you're from the midwest because i'm like, from re- missouri yeah i'm also
0: you? from the midwest uh yeah but but what i feel
2: like everyone from the midwest like knows that whole corn album except for you
0: right because i was like i don't want to listen to this shit no because here's what i just found out this morning there was this big article on decibel and uh i'm not gonna get into too much but it's basically about the rise and fall of new metal and uh oh yeah i saw you put i didn't have time to read it it's long but it's good actually uh i'll i'll post it on the podcast page too it's a really good article they seem to really know what they're talking about and uh i remember being alive for most of it so it seems accurate but basically what i found out is i got into metal at least by the mainstream's estimation at the worst possible time to get, it was like metal had never been less popular than when I got into yeah. it. Yeah,
1: No, I, I know that. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so what it was, metal was dead. Right. But I was getting into all the old stuff while everyone else was like, Oh no, that's just not cool. But people were like, yo, corn, right? And I was like, no, fucking Megadeth, man. Like, fucking, <laughs> fucking sweating bullets. And, uh, sweating bullets? Yes. <laughs>
1: Hello, me. Meet the real me.
0: We have to do an episode where we we'll just talk in Dave Mustaine voices the entire time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I'll do an episode where I just talk in Dave Mustaine. Voice. But, uh, so, okay, so, uh, but one thing I keep hearing from people who do like corn is I understand that one of those things where it's like, I'm just not into what they're doing. So even if they're the best band at it, it's not really my thing. They seem to be the best band at it for what they're doing. Of
1: all new metal bands, they they were the best band. And um, the second album, Life is Peachy, I legitimately think that's a a good album. It's not a great album. I don't tell people, like, dude, you need to go listen to this. Yeah, But I will listen to that album start to finish and not complain. Cool. Um, the first album, so they they only have two listenable albums, in my opinion. It's the first two. Yeah. The problem is the first album has no architecture whatsoever. It's just like some. It's what you would expect from a band on the radio. Yeah. It's just there are some songs on an album, yeah. and some of them are kind of cool, and some of them are really mm-hmm. bad, and they played all of them at the, this show.
0: The thing that I had heard uh, was that a lot of people who are like who are into metal and because the thing is, there's a lot more people who like quote unquote, like traditional metal who do like corn and they just didn't either didn't, or they told their friends when it was cool. And then when it stopped being cool, they stopped, you know what I mean? Like there's plenty of metal. Cause it's, it's, we're sort of in the like, uh, we're in the 21st century and <laughs> there's a certain amount of perspective on the ups and downs of metal. And like anything kind of heavy and sort of metal is like, look, just don't argue whether it's metal, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? like, uh, it's, well, it's the pendulum swinging back
1: from when, but at that time when metal was totally dead. Yeah, there were defenders of metal, right. especially because they hated new metal. <laughs> and so there was like this whole thing about like this metal. Or that's like, not a, what's
0: metal. That's not a Manowar album title, is it? Defend- defenders of metal. No, like no
2: defenders <laughs> of the faith. <laughs> right though, there you go. Close a, enough. Is, I was like, that sounds close. No, but that's not a Manowar album. Oh, Are who's defenders? Of people, oh, priest Judas Priest. Yeah. yeah. Are any of those people not obnoxious? Because I've always found them like terrible
1: um it depends i have a couple friends who were that way um some of them have seemed to have like chilled out in the 15 years since then um but yes some of them i don't know like some people are just weird about certain things right
0: like and there are a bunch of people who are really weird about heavy metal i think most people uh when they hit their 30s Chill out about it a little bit just because they're just like, who gives a shit? You know, like, what's the, what have like, I accomplished like, by being like, like intense yeah, about what this is, shit? What is, what is keeping the faith doing? Right. Like,
1: yeah. Um, but <laughs> I don't know, but some people, it's just, that's how they are. That's yeah. how they operate. And they right. just get in the habit of being that way and they never let and, go.
0: So, okay. So, so I do know and that and, and the fact that I know a lot of people, uh, much younger than me, uh, I've also know people who just, just like corn. You know, there's plenty of people, who are, they're 10 years oh, younger yeah, than me no, and they're like, oh yeah, fucking corn, man. And I'm like, yeah i'm not really into that like really man but fucking
1: no but, like jill was jill was down yeah. to see corn like but, she was like yeah i legitimately yeah. like when and her friends like she has two metal metal i'm making yeah. the air quotes <laughs> she has like two. metal. i don't know <laughs> you guys i've actually never met these girls but uh but 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 she's giving me yeah. very colorful descriptions of them she had two friends that, that were lo- like that's their they were super jealous that yeah that she was getting and, to see and i
0: have right and corn. i have some friends like i have a a uh, friend of uh, me and Jamie Spencer, really into corn, and he was the guy who I was I'm like, "I'm going to tell him I saw this," and he's going to be like, "Oh, I'm so jealous!" So and be like, hey, "Yeah, I thought it was dumb." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, but it was also one of those cases where I was like, "Well, when else am I going to ever see corn again? Probably never." So, uh, but I had heard, yeah, but their first album's really good. That's the one thing people always like metal people, I guess, because they hadn't done quite as much of the like. Scat yet? You the scats came. Going,
1: mm, bah, 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 the, the scat. Bah, bah, you know. the, it, it, there is like an <laughs> yep. out, There is an outtake on the first album that's there. Yeah. that's clearly not produced. And then right, it's the second album right. where they record Twist, which is the scat song. There but was. It doesn't. It, seriously though, that second album is a good
0: one. Yeah, yeah. No, but there was, so, and there were precursors to it on the first one. I could hear right. like it was coming. But anyway, so the point is, I've heard this before, and so I was like, "Well, fuck! If there, if it's the one time I'm going to see Corn." and they're going to play the album that people say is like, oh, yeah, that one's all right, then cool. But what I didn't know was the subject matter of the album, which Rich and Chill began to enlighten me about, which put a whole different spin on watching them play it. Uh, so it's basically about abuse.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's about like domestic abuse in terms of like sexual abuse of yeah. children. Right. Like, but and, but it, the way it's framed... So, I, so, admittedly, I don't really know anything about the band. But the the so I don't know if this is like true to life or he's playing a character. Right. But the way it comes across is is Jonathan Davis, the singer of Korn, is the victim of sexual violence, yeah. either in real life or the context of the album. Right. I don't know. We probably should have looked that up well, before. And, well, here's the thing. No, I've, no, I've looked it. it up. And oh. the thing
0: is, there's no that's the interesting thing about it. Right. They don't. It, it's always uh, it's always framed as about abuse, but never specify that it is or isn't it's more often framed as being probably fictional but again the way it comes off when especially when you hear it and see him perform it is this is about you right buddy is this your uh yeah oh geez sorry about that but like and the other thing is like you know the, the cover of the album has a little girl on it which i feel is like a misdirect right because then there's also clearly, like, again, first person, like, there is, like, yeah. it's established that there is, like, a little boy character. So I almost feel like they're like, yeah, no, it's about some kid. Right, because... And he, they're trying to direct a little way from Jonathan Davis being like, this is really personal
1: Right, because, well, because he keeps saying faggot. Yeah. Which implies, you know, uh, male on male.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, and, yeah, and there's there was, yeah, there's some other little stuff, too. Um, but, yeah, so... Anyway, so that was an interesting experience watching having not heard this album probably at all because there weren't any any singles off it, right? There's uh, no like I real mean, big the,
1: Yeah, I don't know if there was a radio release for anything. If uh, the song that everyone seems to know is Blind, which is the the first song. Yeah. Uh so I don't know if that was I feel like I feel like the label like really there might have even been a video but it was one of those things you would have only ever seen if you were watching the box like yeah. it wasn't on MTV i you know i don't know right. i don't remember i'd have to go look that up yeah i think there uh, may have been singles
0: yeah. i think but i think like their first real like hit hit was on the second album so like if right. there was well, a single it right. wasn't
1: Adidas the, was like their yeah. fir, was like the first song that everybody knew yeah
0: so anyway so it was really interesting uh there's the only thing that they didn't play is the sort of Extended, uh, like sample.
1: Right. So, right. End. So they
0: uh, they played some of
1: the samples. I feel
0: like, but yeah. they didn't. But it.
1: But right at the end of the album. So if you don't know this album, at the uh, at the end of the album, the last track, which is called Daddy, is like 13 minutes or something, and like seven of those are this weird recording of this domestic dispute and like a bunch of sobbing. Like yeah. and and so, if you want to
0: get triggered, you <laughs> should go listen <laughs> to this track. No, but, yeah,
1: but like, but so basically, like they just—it's very uncomfortable. They just like ended the album, and then and then I was like, "All right, are they gonna like do it and it's gonna get super awkward in here?" Yeah. And like, no, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't do it. They they went on. They played the hits. Yeah, they went on and played played did, some. Yeah, hits. they did the
0: hit encore. Uh, but yeah, but the other interesting thing is that the album goes from like. Uh, again, sort of assuming it's kind of following the same thread about the main story, which, again, I I did find more things sort of implying that's the thing. It's supposed to be kind of a thematic whole. It goes from, like, subtle to, like, not even innuendo, kind of, like, just very blatant towards the end. And, again, I had not heard... Oh, the funniest part is the last song, Daddy, which is the most disturbing by far because it's the most explicit and graphic about what's going on, a bunch of people. I mean, maybe they're just trying to beat the traffic. But we saw people leaving <laughs> yeah. as this song was starting, and it was like, "Is it? Is it? Because this one gets way too raped right, It's like-, like, right? Is this?
1: <laughs> is it? This is too much, or you, <laughs> right? You're just trying to beat the rush, right? Or like, yeah. like we don't really know. Um and and we didn't see anybody
0: like doing the oh this is my jam, like nobody was like <laughs> right Yeah, they're playing this one,
1: like nobody
0: it was very like weirdly calm and Anti-
1: anticlimactic. Yeah,
0: I think everyone's just uncomfortable.
1: The so the the funniest thing to me about the set though was that um so they had a keyboard player yeah. and he was like in the shadows. Like he was clearly on stage, but but they they told him two things. They were like, one, the the light is never gonna be on you. No, they told him three things. One the light is never gonna be on you. <laughs> Two, the camera crew is never going to shoot. Like, if you were just watching the video screens, you would not have known there was a keyboard player. Because he did not appear in a single shot the entire time. Three, they were like, keep your hair in front of your face the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like they were like, like, this band's not really about masks. There's another band on the fest that's kind of about (laughs) masks. So we're
0: not going to get into that. But if you could just keep your hair in front of your face, so no one knows who you are. That'd <laughs> yeah, be great. Gra- just so you know, you're you're not a member of Corn. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no, it was
1: totally, it was totally, it was super weird. I, like I don't know, it, it,
0: he was the DJ. Yeah, and and I I should say that uh, for really not being into Corn, they were they were really good. They 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 put on a solid show. Oh yeah, yeah they, they
2: really had it, good live. They yeah.
0: had it down.
1: Yeah. right. They they knew what they were doing. Yeah, they had their set together. Um, but we were we were really disappointed though because they were wearing like all adidas gear and then they, they didn't play adidas i was like oh <laughs> yeah and uh and then the, the other weird thing was um which one was i can't remember if it was Head or monkey He was playing one of the reissue um white universes uh which i thought was mm-hmm. strange just because he wasn't playing like one of their because the because the other dude was playing one of the new like 20th anniversary yeah. rgd signatures which i didn't know that they had i was like why is he playing an rgd and then i went and looked it up and was like oh they have a new limited edition signature whatever blah blah blah." but then he was just playing it the other dude was just playing a one of the reissue universes he wasn't playing a apex or a k7 or anything like that (laughs) like oh well that was weird
0: yeah but
1: you know they they were solid they play a set people people were into it they uh you know except the ones that left
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And
1: and then that was day one. I don't think... We just, like... We didn't do anything crazy afterwards, right? We just, like, went to sleep because I got kicked in the
0: head. Yeah, it was just... The whole (laughs) thing... I mean, it's, it's all day. Like, we got there at, like, one and right
1: gore gets went on at one thirty. we got there at 1 yeah and corn was the last band they played till like 10, 10 15 10 30 yeah, no, yeah they yeah. played till 10 30 no one had any encores that's the other thing that like it, that was probably by design because mm-hmm. of the set times whatever but yeah, yeah. even you figured to the last band it's a big deal like they'd play an encore no no one played an encore yeah um but yeah it was 10 30 and then we went to sleep because we were gonna have to do the whole thing again the next day.